We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. It's time to connect to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio Show, where we dive into God's Word and Kingdom topics. Best things we do is give to the needy around us. We are giving to people who are needing groceries and gas to get to work. And as a partner, a percentage of that is going towards people who need it right around us. Thanks for your partnership. Stay tuned for today's Kingdom Topic. Here's Olivia with today's message. Welcome to Let's Talk Kingdom. My name is Olivia Barrett, and it is a gift to be here with you in such a special time of the year. I mean, for us to be talking about anything related to the nativity, the birth of Jesus, the characters that are around all these things um, at Christmas time, it's such a blessed time. And I'm excited that you know, we get to do that on a regular basis, but to think that we would get a chance to do that in an unhindered way because of Christmas, it's very exciting. And so I hope you are experiencing this, you know, whether it's in your regular life, maybe you're heading to work and you recognize that somebody just needs a boost and you know that this is a really great time to bring up um, prayer or to bring up the blessing of Jesus or you know, even go deeper and the realities of why he came. I mean, this is really an exciting time. I hope that you are experiencing this as well. So, you know, just to share a little bit of kind of a personal moment, I got a chance to celebrate um, one of my son's birthdays. He actually has a birthday in December. And I remember, you know, just thinking when he was really young, like, write it down on a sheet of paper. Like, I cannot get too busy or miss the fact that I need to celebrate my son. And, you know, it's funny because there's been years where I needed that note. Like, I would put it, like, on my phone. I would put it inside of my wallet, you know, so every time I would wake or, you know, open up my wallet, I would look in it and and see this note, you know, don't forget. Don't get too busy. You've got to celebrate your son. And, you know, what a blessed thing to have. You know, I mean, I know that it's a little bit of an extra thought to say, not only am I thinking about how to prep my family for Christmas or how to speak about Christmas in my life, but really setting aside a time to celebrate my son. And so, you know, we got a chance to really celebrate him, give him some extra time with some friends, you know, just different things that he wants to do as a teenager. And he's walking away saying, that was probably one of the best birthdays I've ever had. And I'm sitting here thinking, wow, all it took was reminding myself, right? Reminding myself that I needed to celebrate my son in the middle of all the other thoughts I'm having for Christmas. And so I want to come to you today. I think that Um, This little note that I was making to myself, you know, early in uh, December to, you know, celebrate my son um, is actually a blessed place to be. Like, you know, there's nothing like recognizing that, 
you know, sometimes we just need the reminder. <laughs> like we need a reminder. We need something to tell us, hey, think this thought around this time, <laughs> you know, stay focused on that thought while you're doing these other things. I mean, that is why we have reminders. That is absolutely why I write notes and make lists and, you know, put stuff in my calendar. I mean, if you could see it, sometimes you'd probably laugh, but you know, it's like having to stay on top of things so that I'm not, you know, pushed around or swayed by um, how things go sometimes, you know, the unexpected stuff that's happening. If I can remind myself in the middle of the things that I'm experiencing, then there's something really solid about that. And I'm excited to like to say to you, you know, there really is something here. I think I want us to like have a note, like you just make a note. Um, that's what this is, and that way, as you go through Christmas, you can say, okay, I'm going back to that place. Like, I'm going back to this place that I'm I'm being reminded, you know, we celebrate this time, but there were special things that God was doing um, even before Jesus was born, and I would love to jump into this today. So, let me pray for us, and we'll get right into it, okay? So, Father, thank you so much for seeing our need and coming to us in such a way that makes sense to us. Like it doesn't make sense necessarily that you would do it this way, but we are grateful for how you came to us. Like you, you sent Jesus to us in a way that we understand something that um, we don't have to dig into. We, we get that there was a baby and that baby was blessed and how you did this is still miraculous, but we're grateful for what you did. And so I pray that today, like that note that we need to make, you know, that little thing that reminds us of what it is that you did in the middle of the things that are happening. I pray that we would recognize that we would find ourselves just being reminded and, and coming back to that little note to say, this is what God did. This is the purpose. And this was a blessing on these moments. So thank you for being here with us. Would you bless the listeners? Would you um, really radiate through the things I'm saying? And we just are asking for blessing on our voices, blessing on our ears for the things that our mind um, is able to understand and for the way that it translates into our heart. Would you just do this work for us in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. So, um, Christmas is fun. I love Christmas. I could decorate, um, as early as possible. You know, <laughs> some people in my family are like, no, 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 let's wait. Let's wait. And I just can't help it. I mean, sometimes I'm, I'm getting the candles out early. You know, I'm actually getting reefs out as early as I can. I mean, there's just some things I've got to have. And, you know, something that is interesting, and this is something I've thought about even before Christmas, but, you know, is the, the blessed place of where Mary was having revelation. Now, let me explain revelation to you. Not, not the book of Revelation, but actually someone having a revelation of something. You know, it's like those aha moments. Like, don't you have those where, you know, you've been doing something and then now it's making sense. Oh, that's what it was. Or, you know, even if you're looking at scripture or if you're doing something where you're trying to understand what God is doing and then it just kind of clears up and you understand it. It's that aha moment, kind of that breakthrough. And, you know, um, 
there were people in the Bible who had these moments, like they had moments where they were experiencing kind of an, an open communication between what God's purpose was and their activity in that moment. And, you know, it's funny because I know that some people say, um, if you're looking maybe only at the book of Matthew around the Christmas story, you know, they would say, well, Mary isn't fully aware of things that are going on. You know, God picked her. She feels blessed in that. She accepts what he's saying um, to her and is going to happen to her. And then she just faithfully follows through in that process, right? Which is still a very beautiful story. But what I want to bring to you is the perspective of Luke and what it looks like in Luke for the Christmas story. And, you know, it's pretty great. Like, you know that all these authors had particular backgrounds and skills and, you know, loved certain details different than another. And I, I really love that, you know, we have these um, different ways of seeing the truth. But this is great because what I want to bring to us today, obviously, is this perspective of Mary. And we're in Luke 1, and it starts in 47. But this is where Mary, it says that Mary magnifies the Lord, okay? So my soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. I mean, that is so forward thinking, and that she would even say that about herself. Okay, let's keep going. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He has shewed strength with his arms, and he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He, she is speaking of <clears throat> Jesus in this moment. <laughs> she is speaking of him um, before she even met him. Uh, he has put down the mighty form from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he sent empty handed. Um, he has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. And Mary abode with her about three months and returned to her own house. Okay, and that's a little extra part about her spending time with Elizabeth. And we actually are going to go into that because it's really fun. But Reading that to you, did you hear um, some of the really special moments? Let me go over just some of that really quick. And so she is basically saying, I'm rejoicing and happy that this is happening to me. And I'm actually glorifying God for what he did. So, you know, thinking about how your body has to go through pregnancy, you know, it's not um, an easy thing to carry around a baby, you know, but she's just in so much joy that she's been picked and that her body is going through this. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Um, you know, she's also talking about that he will be blessed, speaking of Jesus inside of her, that his mercy would be on them. And he just, she talks about the future and that from generation to generation. Um, but I love how she starts talking about reversals at this moment. I don't know if you have read this before, but I mean, God is known for counterintuitive thoughts and descriptions and, and ways of doing things. Like we know this about God and, and his spirit and what he does, but isn't this interesting? Now, this is where I'm coming to us in like, Mary has sensed this. She's probably been in these moments before, but she's never articulated 
what is going on or what she fully understands. And so she's speaking of the reversals. This is where um, the mighty will be taken from their seats and the ones that were um, exalting them of low degree, meaning like that he's going to take the ones that are lower and raise them up. He's going to move the seats of the mighty. Talk about a reversal, but talk about power and authority. So she's speaking of these things that are inside of her, but she hasn't seen come true yet. She has no idea what this means. I mean, to some degree, because she's not seen it lived out yet. It's like, you know, those impressions in her heart, you know, those moments that she's still spending time with God and she's having revelation. Like she's having these aha moments of she said yes. She knows there's a baby in there. I mean, wow. You know, she can feel the baby cook you know kicking. She can actually see herself. Her body is growing and she's having revelation at the same time. So all of this is very real to her. I mean, <laughs> listen, I have carried children and my belly gets enormous. And to think about you know, if I were laying in the bed all propped up, you know, pillows and all, um, and somebody were to say to me, there's no way the revelation you're having is true, and I would look down at my belly or remember what it's like to lay in bed all big, you know, and, and you laugh. You know, you would laugh at somebody who would say, there's no way this revelation is true. <laughs> you know, what you're experiencing is not real. It's not true. And, and to her... She's like, you can't talk me out of this. And it's because of what she's she's sensing inside, the power that is coming along with this manifestation of God in heaven and how that, you know, God is now coming to earth and he's coming to earth through a baby because it's a way we understand. It's actually a system that he put in place in order for us to obviously reproduce and have kids, but it's it's something that he knows will work from generation to generation. Okay, so he wants to put Jesus within that same place. Like he's going to move, you know, how Jesus would have worked in heaven into the systems of the earth that God created and and have Jesus, you know, like that be true of Jesus. Like he would go through generations and generations like he would be blessed because he came and actually was born. And then now from him, there's going to be more generations. I mean, it's just pretty amazing, of course, just even in the spiritual sense of what all that means. And it's just pretty wow. Okay, so then she starts talking about um, something that, you know, if you were part of Israel in the Old Testament, you knew that there was hardship, but you knew that God always um, came on his promise. The fact that he would love and protect and care and bless and provide for his people. And she's even saying this here, like that he would remember his servant Israel and he would give them mercy. You know, so thinking about, you know, Israel still trying to figure out how to live in a world that is more about God and less about the way they've been taught, you know, from being slaves or in other ways, right? And and for for her to say this, you know, for her to say like his mercy is still raining, it's still flowing, um, and it's going to come through Jesus. Talk about this is like um, a call on something that she probably wouldn't have known herself. Like it's it's direct revelation from God. Um, 
And then talking about, you know, the fathers of Abraham, that his seed forever, like that his seed would go on and on, which is, um, if you've been with us, this is a really amazing show, but it was the recognition of if you know Jesus, you are actually in the line of blessing, which is in the line of Abraham. You're no longer in the line of curses. And so she is claiming this, like, you know, to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. She is claiming that with Jesus, there is a line of blessing that will be here. Um, and I mean, wow. So she is here and she's in this moment. Now, let me take us back a little bit further because this is where you're going to see this revelation in such a unique way. But this is Mary. And when she spoke this out loud, these things that she was understanding about who Jesus was, what he was carrying, this blessing that was coming from heaven that, I mean, on some level doesn't make sense to heaven, but God did it in such a way so that it would make sense to us. Like, think of that. I mean, that's just still pretty amazing. Like he didn't make us think these higher thoughts about a baby being born or how that, you know, a king would enter into the earth. Um, he actually created it very simple so that we could, as people, recognize he is doing something special among us. And he is using a way that I fully understand. I mean, I fully understand that a baby is born through a woman, right? Like, that is something we really get. And so he chose to do that. And that's just really amazing on his part that he didn't make something a little bit more complex that we would have to dig in and, and discover it. He actually created something so simple that at this time of the year, um, anyone can really find the truth in the story and the reason why he came. And so, again, it's kind of mind-blowing and really exciting. But I want to take us into these moments with Elizabeth, which... If you are with us, you know I love finding these kingdom topics that are, you know, before and after these big events of the Bible. And, you know, this big event where Mary is speaking the revelation of what this actually means for her to have um, the Son of God growing inside of her and how he is going to deliver people. I mean, once he is born, you know, the things that is promised on this baby, you know, she has fully received and now speaking them. Well, what we didn't know, I mean, if you weren't in this section and didn't know it, but you wanted to go straight to the Revelation of Mary, you would read it and still be blessed. But I want to take you into what... Um, moved her into speaking this, okay? So let's go up a little bit. This is in Luke, and this is when <laughs> Mary, after she has encountered the angel, um, you know, there is time there where she encounters the angel, and she, you know, waits for a little bit, but she decides that she's going to go see Elizabeth because she heard that Elizabeth is going to have a baby in her old age. I mean, talk about a miracle. And so she's like, well, that would be great. I think I should go see Elizabeth. I mean, I'm carrying a baby too, you know. So it's it's a real beautiful moment of where there was connection for her, um, which we can go into that at another time for sure. But so she's, you know, entering into the house. And of course, this is the honorable way at the time that they did it. When you would go into someone's house, who you greet first is the man of the house. And so she's entering into the house and it's Zacchaeus. And so she actually says hello to Elizabeth. And this is gorgeous. Let me read this to you. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. 
Now, that is an interesting thing that happened there. Um, and I'm excited to come back to it. Okay. And she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Now, just I'm reading in the King James because I've just really fallen in love with this family Bible. But let me tell you what that meant real quick. Um, that she would be blessed basically for believing, but there shall be a performance of these things. What that is describing is these things will happen. There's going to be what is called a performance in this translation is going to be the Christmas story. What we're going to see happen. There actually is going to be a baby that grew inside of her um, that was put there by the Holy Spirit um, and all these things that have been told to Mary will come true. Okay, so that was basically what that word is describing. So let me say this real quick because I want to go back. And if you have read this about Elizabeth before or even seen um, her moment with Mary on video, I've actually seen uh, this moment in different ways. And, you know, every time you see that kind of surprise on Elizabeth, like her moment where her baby moves or, you know, does something inside of her where she can feel the movement of the baby. Um, and it's actually representing that she was connecting, that the baby could connect to the fact that Mary was there and Mary was carrying Jesus. Okay. There's a lot of really cool things here, but Without going into a lot of those details about the babies, necessarily, um, I want to bring something to us because I think this is kind of like a door opener for where we find this revelation for Mary. But Elizabeth was just in her normal day. I mean, even if she knew that Mary was coming, there was probably no guarantee exactly when she was going to arrive. So it's still a little bit of a surprise to her, like a happy surprise that she's here. Like this is a blessed moment. She's here. I can't believe she's here. It's exciting. But let me read this part to you. The babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Now we are in Luke. <laughs> which is actually before the Holy Spirit came. I mean, that is uh, pretty evident. I mean, Jesus hasn't even been born yet, you know, and if you follow in Acts how all that gets um, put onto the earth and how the Holy Spirit is welcomed, it is actually after Jesus leaves the earth. And so the Holy Spirit um, comes into our world at that point, right? Well, so we have an interesting moment here where Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, this is where I want to speak about that there really are moments of revelation where you experience something that is beyond your own understanding. Like you experience something that is beyond even what that person told you. <laughs> and you're like, wow, I, I have this new thought or I have like this feeling inside of me that's creating words. Like I can articulate something that I've never been able to say before. And what's happening here for Elizabeth is she is actually in that moment. <laughs> like she is getting a moment with the Holy Spirit and he just gave her revelation. 
He just gave her the revelation of what is going on with Mary. No one has told Elizabeth about Mary. Is that new information? Like, let's think about this. They did not have a mail system that would be quick enough to tell, hey, listen, this is what's going on with Mary. Can you prepare for this? Elizabeth heard this from the Holy Spirit for the first time. And so there are moments of revelation, like what Elizabeth is doing, where she is speaking out loud as soon as she heard the revelation. As soon as she got the revelation that Mary is carrying the Savior of the world, and that because of her belief, like all of this is going to happen, right? And in this beautiful place of of the confirmation. So, you know, Elizabeth not only got this revelation and spoke it out loud, but then she told in the tangible world what confirmed what was going on. And in her, it was this place of the baby leaping, like the baby moved, the Holy Spirit was activated, uh, which is a very cool story. And um, from there, she was able to speak things to Mary that no one else had said, okay, wow, okay, God's really doing this. So do you know, though, that after Elizabeth is speaking these things to Mary, Mary gets permission to have her own revelation articulated. And you know, like, I really love this. Like, I love thinking that that God works like this so often. Like, he is using sometimes a revelation to us where we can speak something in the moment. And then there are times he is giving us a revelation like Mary had, you know, had she been carrying this baby just that day? No. Like by that time, it was days, weeks, potentially months before she got to Elizabeth. And she had this revelation in her, but it wasn't spoken yet. And I'm just, I'm living in the amazement here of Elizabeth receiving this revelation, speaking it when she did, and then how Mary felt the permission, and she started speaking the revelation that she knows, and how and how it was going to bless her in generations to come. And so, I just wanted to bring it to you today. today. Would this be such a blessed place for you? Thanks. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We want you connected to kingdom topics that move and shape the week. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom. What a joy to talk about risking on God's voice and the power that you have inside. You are welcome to come and visit us on our website at ltkradio.com. Thanks again for connecting to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We will see you next week.